Oh my God, I am nervous and excited. This is what we call on the Up Level Together podcast, a Charlie's Angels edition. So what you don't know, um, um, many of you do, if you watch my stories, is that I have these besties, business besties, life besties, Christina LaCour and Amy Ledeen. And every single month, we're going to show up here and we're going to talk all things life, mindset, health, shame, vulnerability, business, God, etc., etc., etc. And hope that all of you can um, come into this very intimate conversation with us and really share the love. And I'm just going to, I want to tell you that Amy and Christina are the women that I will have for the rest of my life next to me, I adore them, love them to pieces, but I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Um, Christina, you want to tell us? Welcome yeah, to, the, to Charlie's Angels. I'm so excited right now, but I think I'm the only one who's not nervous because I'm the only one out of the three of us that don't have my own podcast. So I'm like, There's, this is no problem whatsoever. It's all up to y'all. Like, I just get a chat, shut my computer and peace out. Like, this is amazing. Um, okay, so... As like maybe your audience knows or doesn't know, you, Amy, I, Steph, we all met, um, like I can't believe it's been a year and a half ago, but it has been. And from that moment on, literally after our connection, which was super awkward in the beginning where we're all like, oh my God, I can't believe this is even a thing. We're having to stay in the same room and sleep in the same bed. Like literally within 12 hours, we're on the floor crying and we've been together ever since. And I'm super thankful for this. Like I, I truly believe it's one of the best things that's happened to me in the last year and a half, hands down, no question. And you both make me a better version of me. Like I don't want to just settle because I know that like you powerhouse women and in not only business. And I think that that's something that your audience is going to learn over the course of this. Well, this has actually nothing to do with business and, and money and all of the things that people think it does. It has up leveling our whole entire lives. And so I'm just super thankful to be here. I'm a mindset coach, confidence coach, whatever you want to say. I'm, you know, a former professional golfer. I'm just trying to be the best human that I can possibly be every day, live in my purpose and help others do the same oh my god you're rocking it you just continued on to the intro how we know because people want to know that you're just like to the point and oh, yeah. um did i hear i just got a memo that this is going to be featured on the effort podcast oh, yeah <laughs> amy so, ladine um, everyone so as christina said we met last year the cool thing for that was this that was the first time i had actually done something out of our main business and went to a mastermind without my husband. And I think that that was such a big thing because the, the theme for me this last year and a half is realizing how much I needed girlfriends and how much, you know, you have helped me because this was a pivot for me. You know, I signed up for that mastermind because I needed some help and some support to how to like go into a new area that I loved, but I knew nothing about. And so, you know, like Christina, you said, it was uh, an interesting first weekend. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I have four brothers. I've never been around girls like this. I've told myself the story that, you know, I didn't need girlfriends to now where I think I've cried on almost every call we have. <laughs> um, I am a physique transformation coach turned, you know, personal growth junkie, you know, I would say, and just launched a podcast. 
Um, I've had stage four non-small cell lung cancer for the last seven years, and I'm now in remission, not even just no evidence of active disease, but no evidence of disease, which anyone that's a cancer person, they know Ned is, is where you want to be. And I'm just so grateful to be here. I love the name of your podcast because that's literally what we've been doing together is just up-leveling. It couldn't be, you know, better. It's so true. So folks, you have three hosts here. Um, yours truly, you've heard me, you have Christina and Amy. So this is the first uh, episode of the first season. We don't know how this is going to go, but we know that there's some a magical sauce when we talk. Every single time we talk, I, I hang up the phone or close the computer. I'm like, oh my God, that was, I love these women so much. It was like an aha moment. So the hope is that we're going to share. So I want um, you to know that Amy is sometimes going to take charge and uh, Christina is sometimes going to take charge because we are the Charlie's Angels. <laughs> Why do I really? It's so funny how, like, I don't know. There was an intuitive thing, like we're Charlie's Angels. So I'm just going to go with it. I love, I love it. it. So, it. <laughs> so um, Amy, you just mentioned the EFIT podcast. I mean, uh, let's just start there. I mean, seriously, that was like freaking epic this past week. You launched a podcast and you just are killing it. You're like ranking so freaking high. And it's like one of the, I, I, I've, never, I've never seen anyone have that kind of success at podcasts. Tell us everything. I was, well, I mean, I was shocked by it, but you know, I mean, I really, everything that we've learned over the last year and a half, things that you guys have taught me, things that, you know, our coaches have taught us is, you know, I, I finally was able to do the ask to my community. Like they knew this was coming out. I've been pretty open about my own struggles. And this has been a dream of mine for over a year. And I've sabotaged myself. I've had doubts in myself, the imposter, you name it. And then with my last time being on chemo, it was like, I am still playing small. Like I was still playing small. And usually I would go into a shame place with that. But this time I took that and I was like, that's it. I'm ripping off the bandaid. I cannot be perfect with it. Cause that's the other thing too, is I tend to have that perfectionitis and I just went with it. And then you know, thanks to like a massive community that I've been able to build over all these years. I just, I was like, share, you know, post it, please get this out there because you know, it's, it, there's so many podcasts out there. And so it was just a beautiful thing to see, you know, like see all your, you know, I think people forget that we're still like, I'm human. I really want to be liked. I really want to be accepted and all of those things. So it feels really good. You know, when people give you that feedback and, you know, it's been a whirlwind. I've, I've had every emotion. Like I think a lot of people think when you're, you're doing this, it's, it's just your natural or you just, and I've, I've had so many doubts. I've been like, I mean, I did a podcast on imposter syndrome. I'm like, I'm all five of these things, like all of them, you know, well, all of I'm yeah, all of us. I think that's these, that's where these conversations become so powerful is I used to pedestal people so much, mm. like all of my mentors and the ones that I've really learned the most from, I mean, Lori is one of them where she's just been so real. And that is what I love about this group is I've been able to get on these calls with you and we've all had our own doubts and fears and you know what we've worked through it together. Yeah, well, I think both Christina and I will want will want you to share this for the, for our audience. You have been cancer free, but you had during the pandemic, you had your cancer markers rise, and you thought yes. that the cancer was back, and you were put on chemo immediately because you couldn't go see a doctor. But the cancer really wasn't back, so that was like. Right. But there was this feeling that like waking up, like oh my god, seriously. So it was like that. That was that was the best gift that you were given. 
um, in a way there's like, oh, holy crap, I'm still playing small, like enough is enough. But also what that happened for me, God knows Christina and I prayed Every oh my God. Single. That is what I think is so important that we like, oh. I can't, you and I were so scared and like, we were talking to each other about how scared we are, but, but I also knew in the back of my head somewhere that I was like, I know it's okay. I know it's okay. I know it's okay. Like I told Amy, I wrote it down every single day that she was going to live till 88 years old. Every cancer day. Every single day, yeah. like all the things. Right. And I think that like, as scared as we were, I can't imagine what you were, you know what I mean? Well, the pivotal moment honestly was a moment I had with you guys on that call I think in March where I broke down and I had been this person that and I think it's important now to share like your fears I thought that you couldn't have fear and have faith and my faith was so important to me that sometimes I wouldn't share that I was afraid and I think it's important for people to be like we're human we're going to have like our our fears and our doubts and I remember that day just breaking down with you guys and I'm like I just I don't want to do this again. Like I didn't want to do it. Like I'm tired of being the strong person. I'm tired of having these, you know, obstacles. And that was like refresh. I mean, it was like therapy for me that I got off that call and I'm like, I needed to get that off my chest and just, you know, claim that like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be doing this. I'm still obviously going to lean into it and continue my faith. But it was, you know, definitely a harder time than the first time. But I now see it as my gift because it's like I said to my husband that, you know, after I went into remission the first time, I, cause I'd visualized that for months. I'm talking hours and hours. And I literally, I pictured like unicorns and balloons and this amazing thing. And that was there for a few weeks, but then it was fear came back. It's the survivor's guilt comes that I'd never been told about, like all these things that then, um, you fear that possibility of it coming back. Now I'm like, I'm so glad I had this scare because I finally ripped off that big bandaid of the what if, and now I can teach my brain, okay, I've had it come back. Maybe, you know, we'll never know if the chemo did anything, but what I do know is I can handle it. You know, I mean, I'm still claiming that it's never going to come back, but I needed that to happen to remind me one, how precious life is like, cause that nine months since being on remission last time. I still was, you know, I thought I was showing up and I, I mean, I was doing lots of things, but man, not, not to the, the place that I want to be, not where I am now. Yeah. And it's so funny, Christina and I have talked about this, that like for even in the world of, you know, entrepreneurs, hashtag girl boss, there's like expectation. We have all our shit together at all times. And it's, it's selling this, what was it? Toxic positivity, making people feel bad because you know, they're like, there's something wrong with them. It's like everyone is having a freaking human experience, which is what I love about us is like, and the need to share that, like so many, I mean, I had a breakdown last time we, <laughs> we talked a break. It's like, you have to just let it go and trust your, your people that they're going to have your back. Um, and it, I think that that's so freaking liberating. I felt that every single time we've talked and it's like, and it's seriously a reminder. I want to like second that for me was like, life is too damn short. Just chasing millions and like only money, money, money. It's like, uh, I, I mean, that's the fastest way to go, to go to grave. Okay, well, Christina, you, you talked about that last time, mm -hmm. Christina. I did. And I, there's two things that I kind of want to touch on right here that I think are really important because we've all touched on them before. And I think like we all just get up in our arms about it. The first one is definitely the fact that authenticity is something that the three of us have so much and is so important. And I think in the world that we live in right now, obviously a lot of things have happened in the quote unquote influencer world as of late, 
where people who are, you know, saying their one thing and kind of another, that's the one thing that I think, you know, the three of us, we've always said, like, listen, we do not have our shit together. We are not perfect. We are doing the best that we possibly can do. And I think that that is really, really important for people to hear and know and, and like, know that they don't have to have their shit together to quote unquote, be successful or be happy. I think that's like the one thing that I'm hoping this podcast resonates with everyone for such a long period of time is you can be successful. You can be happy and you can be a hot fucking mess at the same time. Like all of the above, right? Like I'm just wanting that to be like blatantly clear. The second thing I think that we've all talked about really, and, and this is the one that kind of hits this, this dig button for me because I get rewounded every time with family stuff. But I think one thing that a lot of people will probably, there's going to be, there's going to be half. I think it's going to be half and half. I think there's going to be people that, that look at, look at us and say, easy for you to say, because Mm. you have the finances. Like how many of those people do you just want to punch in the throat? I know I have family members that I literally want to punch in the throat because they don't get it. Right. Mm -hmm. And it can come off as of course you can say that you have the money. Of course you can say that you have the success. But I want everyone to realize that all of us didn't have the success at one point in time and we're at right. And Mm -hmm. we, and yes, not, Oh my God, concentration camp type of shit. Like, hello, like how can someone even pretend to think that we're not in alignment and that this isn't the truth that finances do not make you happy. Amy's probably the most financially successful out of the three of us by far. And she's had all the things and she now was a hundred percent in alignment with saying, Oh my God, I'd give it all up for the true happiness. And yes, I want everyone to understand that. Like I am never, ever mark my words, going to chase the golden dollar over giving up the things that are most important to me. Time, my most valuable asset, time with my husband, my faith, my friends, like another extra hundred thousand dollars or a million is not going to make you happy. You heard it here fucking first. So do not put that ahead of everything else. It pisses me off. And I'm so mad at all those people that go, it's easy for you to say, trust me, when you get in alignment, the money comes, but you have to know what your priorities are. It's I'm all for the Go ahead. Well, no, this is, but this is great. You talked about this in our last conversation. I think Amy and I both want you to he- he actually say it about, you know, being booked in calls from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Yes. for two weeks straight. You're like, if this is how I get a million, I don't want it. Yeah, it was three and a half weeks straight after my event. And I, and here's what I know. It's a season. If I had to do that three times a year, I'm totally good with it. And I know it's a huge blessing because it is something that I've worked extremely hard for. But I know for a fact, if I had to be on call six days a week, eight hours a day, I would be a shithole person. And I don't want to be. A million dollars does not make make anything better if I don't have the time, the energy, the effort, the strength, the, and the people around me to enjoy it. Well, so we true. went through a season of, you know, just, I mean, we crushed it for years and then we had a season where it dropped and it was, and I remember even Chris saying to us that we would look back on that and it would be our biggest blessing 
because money doesn't bring that. I mean, I remember being on a car rally with Eric where we took, we shipped both our cars. So he's driving his McLaren. I'm driving my Lambo. You know, I got all my, all my purses with me. We were miserable. We had gotten in a huge fight while we were out there. Like the pressure to keep up with like that, that appearance and all of that was just, it was exhausting. And I mean, I know people always say, oh sure, well hand me over your car. I, I bet I could make myself happy. I'm telling you, I mean, don't get me wrong. I want to have all those things, but I want to have them when I'm loving myself first, because a lot of people are chasing that thinking that that's going to bring them happiness. I was chasing that thinking, well, when I get here, it's no different than fat loss. When I get here. And like I said to you guys last time, you'll never hate yourself into a killer body and you'll never hate yourself into a successful business. It's why people that win the lottery that like blow it all, they've not changed their identity. And I didn't have, I had a lot of money but not the identity that aligned with it. And we fought a lot in that season. It was terrible. Yeah, that's so interesting. You know, why is it that we do that? It, it, Christina has a, a really, um, I love Christina's posts are like so timely, like with world events. It's <laughs> <laughs> like everything happens, like I'm going to make a straight and I'm not like them. And I love that. And, but one of the things that was like, you, it was a post, um, I think last week it was about like, you prefer the real or the flashy. And yeah. someone said that they prefer the flashy, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, why is it that we're rather buy into something artificial and freaking fake? Like I am so psychologically, what is it about? It's weird. I don't, yeah, social media. You know, Lori and Chris did a podcast and I haven't been listening to a ton of their stuff lately. And I listened to it the other day and I thought it was really good. Lori was talking about how, you know, obviously we all love Lori. We think that, you know, she's great and amazing. And uh, I mean, yeah, there's we're nothing, referring there's, to Lori Harder. for those Lori Harder, exactly. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, one of all of our mentors, great mm-hmm. human. Um, but she was talking about how like there's some posts that like people make that are extremely curated curated with um you know fit or um uh like fashion and real estate and vacations and things like that where those posts they do need to be like perfect and stunning and gorgeous because they want you to buy whatever that is but human posts so like you know i actually have a client i'm gonna have a conversation with her today every single one of her posts she's in the health and wellness industry and every single one of her posts is her on stage and her looking done to the nines 24 7. well people have a hard time buying into that like it makes you feel bad about yourself like i'm all for putting you know there's nothing wrong with wearing makeup and doing things and that's what you're talking about a girl commented on my post and she was like why do we have to shame the girl who's wearing makeup and dressed up or whatever. And I'm like, whoa, hold the phone. I never said that. I was like, I'm not (laughs) saying that. What I'm saying is I don't want you to pretend you're something different than you are. I'm the first person to tell you that I fucking drive a Range Rover. My earrings are massive and my ring is like, who knows how many carats? Like, I don't care about, like, I'm the first, like, I will be honest about it all, but I'll also tell you too, I haven't showered right now and I've only washed my hair once this week. You know what I mean? Like, I want it a good balance, both. And I don't want to have to pretend I'm something I'm not in order for people to quote unquote, like me or buy from me. And I want people to realize that, that you don't have to be different than who you are because someone is going to be attracted to you over someone else 
But if you're pretending to be that other person, you're never going to get those right people into your space. And you're not doing them a service. I mean, in the health and fitness, like I have a post that I repost quite often. It's me showing the difference between posing and I stand straight and my butt's got the cellulite. And then I show where I can totally make the lighting good and perk my butt up. And the point is like, I get it. We all want to show our highlight reel. We do. I mean, I want you think, I mean, I choose the photos that make me usually look the best, but I'm not doing my person, like the person that follows me a service. If I don't show them the real, because otherwise, I mean, for a lot of my life, I compared myself to other people. And I'm like, I'm doing, I'm doing the exact workout she's doing. Why am I not looking like this? They're not telling you the drugs they're taking. They're not, and they're also not telling you their internal dialogue. Like that's oh, the yeah. one thing I really mm -hmm. hate about that is, you know, I mean, Tom Bilyeu and his wife, Lisa, I love that they'll post pictures that they look really happy in. And then the commentary is, yeah, we'd just gotten in a huge fight right before this photo and we were hating each other. Like, I'm like, that's what I want to see because I'm, I'm just, I'm tired of the highlight reel. I mean, that's why I'm attracted to both of you guys is I don't, I mean, I, and I love your pretty photos and I want to see those too, but I also want to see the other side of like, this is what I look like, you know, without makeup. I mean, I do my morning stories. I, I even tell my audience, yes, I look completely different. That's why it's called makeup. But if I don't show you this other side of me, you know, because someone messaged me and they're like, man, you're brave to do this in the morning, you know? Um, and I'm like, you know, she said something about makeup and I go, I mean, it's called makeup for a reason. You're not expected to look like this all the time. That's to make you up. <laughs> you it's, know? it's so funny, which is why I think that for anyone listening, I mean, so many of, of the people that are going to be listening, I think we're caught in this, in the highlight reel still. And I think we're always assuming there's something wrong with us and other people have figured out. And yes. the answer is like, I, I think that there's some, like all three of us, we, everyone has their, like, we have things going on, family, internal things, healing. Like I'm right now going to go dive more into my childhood trauma. Cause someone said like, you should be able to remember your childhood. You know, these are the real things that we all deal with. And I, but at the same time, I think in, in working with personal development and working on yourself and being so transparent you come to wake yourself up. You, we know how to get ourselves in alignment, get ourselves out of crappy thoughts, how to be on. We know how to work through those things. And I think if there's a takeaway for people, it's like, no matter what you have, I think Amy, you said this, um, isn't there like a quote in the Bible with Esther, like no matter what God puts on your shoulders, like you can handle it. Like yes. you can handle whatever like is thrown at you, the pandemic, the racial unrest, the, you know, whatever the world throws at we can do this because we're capable. We are highly functioning individuals. And sometimes those things that we have had in our lives, whatever they are, like whatever kind of trauma, because we've all had it. I think it's almost perfectly orchestrated just for us. It's kind of like this perfectly designed dress that only fits us because that's how we're going to show off its best features. Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah. So there's no I, coincidence with it. We, you know, no. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in the coincidence. So I have to remember that it's like, you know, Ed Milet says it a lot. And it's one of mine, everything happens for you. And once you can start to grab onto that, it, you can actually take that mess and go, okay, what is this doing for me? What am I learning from this? What am I going to share with people? And it's why I think like both, all of us, you know, we've had traumas, we've had things, we owe it to 
others to share. Like that is what I have to remember when I'm in my shame place, when I'm feeling like really crappy about myself, then you guys remind me, my husband reminds me, he's like, this isn't about you. This is about you sharing with other people. Stop making this about you. And you need to share this because this is about what you need to share with others. You didn't just go through all this to then keep quiet. Oh, that's powerful. You know, I don't think I got that for a very long time. This is last year was the first time I openly started talking about living in a refugee camp. Because for me, this is interesting. I always felt like I don't want to be seen as a victim because people are normally like, oh my God, I cannot believe what you went through. It's like, and I'm just like, stop, like, I'm fine. Like, I'm fine. Like, I'm fine. <laughs> and I'm like, don't, and I feel like people would look at me in a different light. And I didn't want that. And it was like, I know it's actually very helpful for people to know. It's like, I actually, that's why I'm the way I am. You know, people, you know, Christina, you're saying when, when we're like, oh, it's good for you. You have the money. Good for you. You're happy or whatever. You have a happy marriage or whatever it is like. You don't understand. I'm happy because of my life, despite my life, because I feel like, you know, in your um, uh, podcast interview with Ed Milet, Amy, mm-hmm. he talked about when you go through something it like that's so traumatic, you become obsessed. Like some of us who are in personal development are here because <laughs> we literally, it was either that or it was drugs. So yep. like, like double down on personal development, become obsessed with it. And then it's like, then it's like always the next level. How do I become better and better and better? Right? Totally. It is, well, a drug. <laughs> it is, it is. And it's the thing that, you know, and remembering that, you know, like for you, Yasna, sharing that it, it isn't about you. I mean, just the other day when I got the, I was told that they were going to do the interview and I was going to be in the paper. I immediately text Eric because I'm like, I'm feeling, I'm not liking this. Like, cause I'm like you, I really don't like the cut. Co- like you're my hero. Like it actually sometimes makes me like, ah, you know? And so I, um, I, you know, I was saying it to him and I'm like, I don't think I want to do it. Cause I'd already had the interview, but they were coming to do a photo. And he's like, this isn't about you. Like you didn't just go through all of this. Like he's like, Amy, this is about you sharing it for someone else. And that's what I sometimes have to frame it as when I'm getting ready to record something now, or even go on my stories is I'm like, I just need to remember it might be one person that's watching this. You know, when I shared my affair, I didn't want to share that at all. And then it was like, okay, now that I've seen the messages I've gotten, broken people that don't know how to forgive themselves, that's what I have to anchor. And like, I got to go read those messages sometimes, sometimes on a daily basis so that I remember, okay, today I got to share this. Yeah. And if you want to learn more about what Amy's talking about, like she shares basically like, you know, like, Hey, I, I wake up moment. I had an affair and it was, wasn't that the, 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 that was the second episode on your, on our podcast. Yeah. So we're going to link yeah. it here so people can go and know uh, it's an effort um, podcast in iTunes. Amy yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is the best line ever, considering she never actually says the F word. Well, I love that. Here's the thing. I, I do. I actually, you know, I, you know, for emphatic reasons, but what you've really taught me with that, and I love it, is that you can say fuck and Jesus in the same conversation. And that was something that was a trigger, 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 all based on old beliefs. And I love that we were able to have conversations where I'm like, you, Christina, are making me feel like this is just not right. I just don't know how you can love Jesus. And then you know what? Having an open mind and taking, stripping my old beliefs, 
I've learned that you have one of the most strong relationships with Jesus Christ. And that was just huge for me. Like it was a, a big smack for me. I mean, I've shared it with my mom, you know, she was just like, I don't know if we're going to be able to be listening to this podcast, you know, and I'm like, mom, <laughs> you know, like you, take a seat here and learn something. And it's been, you know, I mean, that's why it's fun, you know, push people, trigger people. I think that that's so cool about all of us though. Like you have literally called me out on so many things and like, I have actually, Actually, like the first time that it happened, I kind of went into this like, oh man, I really screwed up. Like I felt so shameful. But now every time you call me out and like, I actually love it because I'm like immediately, I'm like, okay, obviously I do not. And I never want to pretend like I know everything. Like literally this past week has been a difficult week with like some family stuff that kind of went on. And, you know, I am, I'm a coach and I help other people. And then I feel like sometimes I can't help myself in some regards. And then I feel shameful for that, but I'm always learning. I'm always growing. I, you know, I have to deal with forgiveness and I have to deal with like constantly wanting to like educate myself because I don't know how to help everyone. And I don't, and I also know it's not my responsibility to help everyone, Mm -hmm. but I also think too, that, you know, like I'm always wanting to learn. I always want, you know, to be called out, especially from people that I love and care about and know that they have my best interest in hand. Like when you called me out a few times about like something as, as much as like crystal light, I'm like, really, I'm surprised you drink that. You're like, what? I'm going to tell you all the reasons why. And I was like, damn girl. Okay. I love it. But it also gave me now I'm like, trust me, if Amy said I could drink crystal light, I'm drinking the crystal light. Okay. What is crystal light? And what it was, was it was more judgment. I mean, you have to remember, I come from a really restrictive religious background. And I really believe that these restrictive religious backgrounds were very autonomous. Like everyone has to have the same beliefs. So people that have to have the same beliefs are heavily judgmental. Like if I saw someone years ago with a tattoo based on my upbringing and what I modeled, tattoos were not of the Bible. And like, you're, you know, like you're not worthy. Like I'm talking like real extreme stuff. So I've had to learn that anytime I've said something to people or I thought things, that's just a judgment on like a limiting knowledge that I have. And so that day when you said that about crystal light, cause you know, I mean, people that have cancer, you know, we're always like, Oh, you know, you can't have artificial flavors. And you know, I get, I get messages all the time on uh, IG about things. They'll look in your picture and find like some food you're eating and be like, did you know? And I'm like, Hey, you're judging me. And you know what? You need to do a little bit of reflection here on why you're judging me on this. Like, why does it matter to you? <laughs> and so that's kind of where it came from that day. It was funny. Oh, I loved it. It was so good though, because I needed it. Like I needed to be put back in my place. I and mean, you've done that a few times and I'm actually super thankful for it because I now look at it as like a learning opportunity every single time. Right. And that's what it was. Like, I guarantee you that's what it was, was, you know, my mom told me like, Oh, those things will kill you water in a plastic bottle. It'll kill you. This will kill you. And it's like, so many people have these like hard and fast no's on so many things. And yet they actually don't know the truth behind it or they haven't educated themselves. I mean, my God, look at the world that we're in right now. People are so passionate about one side and they're not open to seeing both sides or they're not open to like understanding that we're all human beings and have different opinions. Totally. And my knowledge could have been wrong. And I think the bigger point is, is being open to other people's beliefs and opinions. If we all could do that in this world right now, it would be a completely different place where it's not even about the right or wrong anymore. I mean, I, I could be just reading off research that's totally, you know, incorrect, but it's the point that, man, if all of us could just let people have their opinions 
and know that their opinions are all just based on something they've modeled. Like I, I really try so hard in my day to day to not judge other people's things. Cause I already know, I'm like, I know this is based on some experience you've had or some, you know, I mean, I look at like cheating and affairs. I mean, a lot of people, it's like once a cheater, always a cheater. I don't judge those attacks on me because I know that is based on some knowledge and some, something they've heard modeled, whatever. And if we could just be open to seeing, like, I always say it's the seven-year-old self. Like if you could just see the seven-year-old in someone, it changes everything, like everything. I think that it's a solution to world peace, to everything. I mean, it's the hardest thing to come by because ego wants the stronghold so badly, but it's, um, I think if we can approach it, everything with a difference, so like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's interesting. And I think, you know, I catch myself, I had to catch myself so many times in the past, in the, um, uh, the three weeks with the civil unrest in Minneapolis. Like I have friends who are very, very heavily Republican and friends who are like heavily, heavily, heavily Democrat or like, and all of a sudden the Black Lives Matter became a political issue. And I found myself and like, I respect, truly respect everyone's opinions. Even though may I not agree with them. And I had to like literally sit myself, like, tell me more, you know? And because it was so aggressive and violent. And I think the first impression is like, I don't want to like, just don't tell me, <laughs> like bugger off. But it's like, but tell me more, like I'll educate me how, you know? So it was, it's, it's just really interesting. It's, um, it's the holding space. Look at if you ever follow mm-hmm. Nicola Perra, and we'll probably talk. About I her love her. We will talk about her all the time. Yeah. Yes. But notice what she does when people get triggered and attack anything that she says, she completely holds space for them. She doesn't even try to correct anyone. She has come out and even said in the healer circle, if you guys see me, it's not because I'm trying to like, you know, not believe in my truth. I just know that your truths are your truth and I'm not going to convince you otherwise. And the best thing for me to do is like you said, Yasna, tell me more about that. Like, where does that come from for you? Like, just let them, let them get it out, you know, and know that that is their truth and you're not going to change them in that moment. Hey, maybe down the road, your example will, but I mean, I see that in my own family, you know, my brothers and I really don't, you know, necessarily get along on political things or just world things. The best thing for me to do is just let them say their piece and, and just let them, I mean, honor it. That's their truth. Yeah. And they don't have to see things. I mean, what is the truth? Like, you know, right. it's like, maybe, maybe they're right. Maybe I'm the one in the, it's like my, my truth is my beliefs. And I think that we, if we could just have more respect and space for, for each other. I mean, I mean, I think that's what I love about us. Even though women are approaching things in the same way in life or in general, we hold space for one another, which is just so freaking brilliant. All right. What are we currently working on? Or struggling you, No, what are we, what working? Are we working on? I love oh. it. What are we working on or towards? And what are we struggling with? This is oh. perfect. Okay, what am I working on? Right now, my Women with Class Mastermind just started. So I'm just making sure everything in that group is just kind of taken care of. You know, I am have a lot of one-on-one clients. I'm still accepting a few more one-on-one clients, just getting that all in with my business. I'm really trying to figure out, you know, life balance, making sure that that kind of stays on par. Um, what I'm struggling with, if I'm being 100% honest, is just like that, that constant, just back and forth a little bit with family issues. I feel like I am you know, it, it all comes down to the fact that I just want them to be happy so much. And I think that I can't, it's like, I help everyone else. I help all of my clients. Everyone thinks that, 
you know, working with me changes their life. And it makes me so unbelievably happy. And the people that I actually want to help the most, I can't. You and can't. it's so hard. And you can't force <laughs> and it. And I can't. And I can't force it. And it may never happen. And then there's that guilt of, you know, what if they pass away and they're never living up to their fullness, but I guess it's their life and it's not my decision. It was their mm. dharma and they're perfect, yeah. creative, resourceful and yeah. whole just the way they are. And just loving them through the things that I just look at and go, oh my God, you can choose different. <laughs> that, that I, I, you know, sometimes I wonder, like sometimes I feel about that, like about, you know, about my mom, like something like she just, she's at the point where she won't even accept help. I'm like, she probably thinks the same about me. <laughs> <laughs> like literally my mom and, and that's what exactly what we're talking about let's be real my mom's probably never gonna listen to this anyways but it's 1000 percent a mom and it's 1000 percent you know just trying to just help and just take care of and i just have to learn to just let it go and know that it's the one person i may never be able to help yeah, we just have to love them through it. Yeah, I love that. And you it's have hard. it. I know. So and there's I the, there's this everyone to know it's hard. But there's this juxtaposition. You've had such an amazing year. Um, I think up leveling big time. And in your business, you've just exploded and expanded. It's been beautiful to watch, especially since I have not had that energy all of this year. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my God, am I behind? It's no. like, it's just, you know, no, I know, we, we know that we, but you're just yeah. like, you're in a season that's so beautiful to watch. And you had an incredible year. And then there's this juxtaposition of like, there's that and like, and that's why I love you so much. Uh, but really, what are we going to do to celebrate this epic year you've had? Honestly, I don't really give a shit. The only thing I care about is I want to, like, for all of us to just hang out this year. Like, that's yes. the number one thing. Like, Done. we better get together in person. And if we don't, I'm going to be super pissed. Like, I'll fly wherever as long as there's sun. I'm not going anywhere as cold. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Uh, I am so in. Done and done. Okay. Done and done. People are going to listen to us and we're going to do a live when we're in person. So yes! stay, stay yes. tuned. <laughs> that'll be fun what about you amy um i'm working i mean my podcast now that that's out i can really honestly just get it i have so much content that i'm excited about and have you guys on regularly like i'm excited mine is the pivot into my future self formula course i have the best group right now in there and like my tagline is hype crew i'm not looking for a tribe everybody has like tribe is like the big word right and i don't i don't really care for tribe because tribe you can actually exist in a tribe just because it is, it's like family is tribe. And it doesn't mean that they're necessarily your hype crew. So while I love tribe, I, I'm looking for women that are going to really support each other. Like we're not just here to exist together. We're here to like push and promote. And so I've got 22 ladies right now that are on fire. So, and it's making me see what I really love to do, which is not just do a course. It's similar to mastermind, I guess, kind of, but not. Um, you know, like I definitely think, um, our, ours, Christina's, we definitely compliment each other. I try to tell, help people on their personal, like get your crap together, build your character, your core values. So my goal is for my fall group. I want to have 40 women. I want to have 40 nice. women doing this 10 week course. So I'm going to be, you know, be more bold in myself. It's hard for me to put myself out there, but now that I have you know, you need like the, so you need the proof, right? That it works. Cause you knew it worked on you, but you're like, it's that doubt that you have that you're like, does it work? So now that I've had more go through it and it's changed their lives. Now I'm going to be more like, this is my service. Like I really need to be putting this out there to help people. And then what I'm working on is my, 
fear of rejection. Like I have two fears. I have a fear of abandonment and I have fear of rejection. My rejection is really tied to my adoption. I really want to be able to meet my daughter at some point someday. And putting that out there just makes me emotional because I don't have control over it. And so I'm really this year going to be vulnerable to speaking about that and saying that I want it with all my heart and still be okay with the other side of knowing that may not happen. And that is a hard one for me. I tend to really, there's, you know, Eric says I got on my heart still a little gatekeeper that is still locked and he knows that it's like still, you know, and it's that, it's that area that I don't even sometimes like to cry about missing her and not having her a part of my life because I feel like I need to be tough. And so this, the rest of this year is going to be me really working on my fear of rejection. Wow. That's huge. Wow. Yeah. We're, re we're really bringing it. Um, <laughs> and yourself, my love. I am, I am in a very um, interesting part of my life where I have felt least motivated. You two know this, but this is like now public and I'm going through this it's a very interesting thing. Um, least motivated business-wise and like, you know, let's grow. Let's, the whole, the whole process of like, I had to question myself, what does it mean to up level? And for me, it's really going down in, in the, the spirituality. And um, I think I've always wondered, I had this stronghold with family. It's like, why am I so like, is this like a form of procrastination spending so much time with my family? But I'm realizing right now, it's like, it's truly the only thing that matters because I'm seeing people who are like losing, you know, family members or they're getting really sick. And like, in the end, it's truly in the end what, what, what matters because financially we're so sound. I'm like, I, how much more does one need to be happy? So what I'm really, you know, working on is prepping myself for, to, for going back to work for the first time in six years. In September, my kids are going to uh, school. And I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. <laughs> it's like, I'm prepping, I'm prepping for that. Uh, but in, you know, and, and I am just really, what I'm really working on right now, I've, we've uh, made a conscious decision since my husband was laid off to spend, um, we're going camping in 15 minutes and we're going to be going camping every 10 days for a week. We're just going to go to Boundary Waters and do the, the canoe and paddle and portage and like be in the wilderness. I'm really feeling called to just really be. I have zero um, drive to like create a new offering or do, you know, like it's just not that, not that season. And I suppose that's also what I'm struggling with is that there is this like I have very um, developed business, business wise in business terms and people who follow me. And I just have not felt the, this desire to put myself out there in terms of social media or marketing. And it's, it's this pull that it's something that I'm really struggling with. How do I balance that? And I think that I've, um, I haven't figured it out. So when I do, I, you'll hear all about it. I think that there's a season for everything. And I think yes. because you are so good at what you do and you have had the success you've had for such a long time that you coming back, will be no, no big deal. Like you just tell anyone you're back. Oh, okay. Fuck. Brilliant. Okay. She's back. Thank goodness. Because we've missed well, think, her. Think of like, I mean, our pastor every year, you know, he takes a month off in January. Um, and they do that. So like a sabbatical so that they can regroup. And, yeah. and I think this last year they did like two months. And at first I was like, what are pastors leaving our church? You know, what the heck? And you know what? They come back stronger. Like they come back on fire. Like we, I mean, we, we have, 
you know, careers that it can be energy draining because we're really oh. giving a lot. Like, I mean, after your event, Christina, I can't even imagine. We all mm-hmm. need to have those seasons. So you're going to come back with just more clarity on, you know, and, and on fire for your clients. They'll be thankful that you took the break. Oh, I, I really, I really feel that. I just feel so called, you know, when you feel the pull towards something like I, I have to um, surrender because like, I don't know why I'm being so called to trees. Like, I feel like I was a tree in a former life. Like I can't explain it. Like I seriously will touch a tree and I will feel its pulsation. I know it's insane. People think that I'm just so crazy, but there, I had just have this connection with nature always have, but this year it's been so intense and the, my children, I mean, my son is turning seven tomorrow. Uh, um, he's not going to hold it. I worked all night last night carving the, the pump or the watermelon into a soccer ball. And oh. That's what he wanted. I'm like, oh my God, I went to bed so late doing that. Um, but we're going to celebrate and I'm thinking like they're growing so fast. I'm thinking like, that, like I, I, I don't want to miss it. One day he will not want to hold my hand. One day they will not want to snuggle with me. One day they will not want to give me one million kisses and say, mommy, I love you over and over. And I just like, I want to hold on to that so much. So I think you're right, but it's, it is a struggle when you're in business. Like it's like you're either, you know, because we're surrounded with like the, the hustle, you're either in or out, you're either burn your bridges or like, you know, and so it's, I am, I am very susceptible to that. Like, oh my God, am I not working enough? Am I not cut out for this? Like, you know, so it's, it's a very, I think, uh, um, mental mind F. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's it. Oh my God. This was, this is our first episode, Ooh. ladies in the books. How are you feeling? It was awesome. So good. All right. Well, that's, I can't wait that's- for the next one. I'm just like, I think that, you know, if all of you hearing it, let us know how you liked it. Share us, uh, uh, share us, share us with everyone. Sure. Christina um, uh, is on Instagram at B Christina. Amy is at uh, Amy Ledine. Um, and come find us, come talk to us. We're so lovable, likable. <laughs> we will respond. Uh, but tell us what you want to hear about. If there's something like, I want to hear about that, we will address it. So anything else you want to you, you wanna close with, ladies? Thank you, thank you for thinking and, of this. Yes, thank you for doing this. Like, I think it's so needed. And I actually think that, you know, obviously you've had a lot of great podcasts, but I actually think this will be your most look forward to thing. And I want, and like you said, I want everyone who listens to it to to tell us what you want us to talk about, because I know in my life, there's nothing off limits. I'll talk about it all. And I think we're all like that. And I want people to like, actually ask us their real questions and the real thoughts on certain things. And you can get our opinions, whether you like them or not, we're going to give you the real, real, our real thoughts. Yeah. Amen. Yes. I, I, I second that nothing is off limits, which I'm so freaking excited about. Amy, anything? I'm just, I'm thankful for this. This will be a lot of fun. I think a lot of people will get a a great deal out of it. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Thank you. I love you for everyone listening. You are worthy. You are enough. You are not a mess. There's nothing wrong with you because we're going to come here every single month to remind you that you are what, Christina? Worthy as fuck. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. That couldn't have been.